all right here believe in bama episode three coming off a great win in some areas definitely a win to still improve in some areas for alabama against mississippi state cj fluker back in the house how's it going what is up did you watch the game on saturday did you have to go back and take notes because i know you said you were going to do that so i'm just saying i don't know i don't know if you got your notepad (laughs) or (laughs) uh i I, I watched the game i I actually uh, watched the game uh, and i replayed a little bit a little bit of the game and then i i was like okay now i was trying to like fast forward a little bit but i mean i i watched the game i was kind of in and out i was still kind of like moving around saturday of course and then I kind of, kind of came to a point where I was like, all right, let me get my notebook, make sure I'm taking these notes down and everything. <laughs> and I did. I did pretty decent out there. Okay. If I was, if I was scouting some guys, I would. I was like, scouting but, report? Yeah. What are we looking at? <laughs> you know, I, 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 did a little, I, I did a little homework. I didn't go too much. I didn't go into detail, detail like that. But uh, I did watch the game. Uh, it, it was very interesting. Very Probably like what we talked about during the week. Very interesting. Yeah, I so this was my first game sitting up in the stands since fall of 2018. So that was just like a whole different atmosphere in itself. You know, normally I'm used to being like, yay, yay, close to Saban when he's coming out of the tunnel. And this time I'm like up in the stands. I was like, well, this is different. This is a different view. What I did learn, I don't know if my contact prescription is accurate because I had, <laughs> I'm telling you, I had good seats and I feel like I'm like, I'm like squinting, like, because I was like, where are my contacts or whatever? And I'm like, who is that? <laughs> like, it's wow. like, I'm like, I was like, I had good seats too. I wasn't even up in Upper Bowl. Like, I was in Lower Bowl. I was like right behind right. the Mississippi State band. And I'm like, that's Bryce, right? <laughs> like, that's him. But definitely a fun experience, a good time to go back and everything. But it's it's interesting kind of what you see, the different ways you can watch a football game. You know, when I'm right. down on the sidelines and I'm shooting the highlights, I'm seeing it differently. When you're up in the stands, you're obviously seeing it differently. And then watching it on TV, it's like you see this whole other uh, dynamic and it's so interesting the different takeaways that you can get just based on how you watch a football game right. I didn't watch most of it on TV but I did see the very last play of the game on TV so let's just ju- jump right into it because I literally was like did they just let him walk right into that end zone but the defense had a really good game. Mm-hmm. They did. Well, yeah, I told you. And they, and then just all of a sudden, they just let him walk right in. And I was like, "What's that about?" But I mean, you could tell like the guys were the guys were not happy like with that final play. And I was like, I wanted the shutout, man, because what that's their first score in Tuscaloosa since 2014. And I was like, I needed it. I needed the shutout. <laughs> I was like. Mm. I want everyone to remember that 2014 was the year they last scored. But if we're gonna we're gonna allow it, six points, I guess I'll I'll be okay with. It. Uh, uh, <laughs> not, the, not the sigh, not the deep yeah. breath. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the fact that they scored was like. Ah. I know, <laughs> I know. I literally because I like looked up. I was like, "What's happening?" <laughs> it's like. Oh, I don't- there was some definitely some some, some miscommunication going on because the, the one of the DBs got pissed off 
Yeah, like, I can't yeah. remember who it was, but he, yeah, I mean, he was like, he was laying. Oh, his hand. It. Yes, he was. And I was like, okay, that is what I like to see. Well, and I like, I saw, I think the way that someone that I saw on Twitter or something worded this, I loved because someone, I think they were like, honestly, like Mississippi State's touchdown is like a blessing in disguise or something like that. They're like, the Alabama defense had a really good game. But allowing that last minute score, you know, they're going to and you can tell by the way they were kind of like pissed off about it, like they're going to continue to use that. And someone said, you know, everyone else will look at and remember the 59 minutes and 59 seconds of that football game or I guess 57 because I think it was like three seconds on the yeah, clock or something like that yeah. so someone everyone else is going to remember the the 59 minutes the 57 58 whatever seconds but those guys on defense and Nick Saban specifically they're going to remember that last few seconds of the game or that last second of him running in and being like, well, what went wrong here? <laughs> like, clearly y'all did not have a perfect game. So what went wrong and try and use that to try and kind of fuel the fire again? Because it's like, well, you could have had a shutout. You could have kept them from scoring for the first time in however many years um, and everything like that. But overall was impressed with the defense. Um, which I think we were both saying, like, I, they needed that. Like, they yeah. needed to come into that game. And any anyone that gets an angry Nick Saban, an angry Alabama football team, I already – I feel bad for. Um, I'm praying for before the game. Like, if you're getting an angry Will Anderson out on that field, I, right. pray, for your, I pray for your body. I pray for your soul. I pray for your mind. <laughs> like, because <laughs> I do not want to be on the other end of an angry – Will, Henry, Toa Toa, any of those guys. Um, I don't want them coming at me <laughs> like 100 miles a minute when no, I've got no. that ball in my hand, when they are pissed off. That is not what I want. Um, so I just, yeah, they needed, the defense needed a game like that. And I was definitely happy that they got it um, against Mississippi State, a good Mississippi State team. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I think, again, what are we going to see, you know, the next time they go on the road? Because home games, except for that Texas A&M game, and I don't want to talk about it, have oh, not God. been – I was like, we just won't. I, I, I just can't uh, talk about it. Let's not I do I just that. can't talk about it. The, the home games, for the most part, have not been the issue. But what are we going to see, you know, the next time they go on the road? I don't know. But overall, was pleased with the defense against the Bulldogs, for sure. Yeah, they, uh, I got to say, uh, Pete, Pete, uh, the, the defensive coordinator for Alabama, he, he actually did a great job sending, sending a whole lot of blitzes now on the way of Mississippi State. Yeah, like, it, they were pretty frustrated. They were, they, were playing, they were playing a lot of man-to-man coverage. They, you know, usually, they, usually their defense really is like, really is like cover seven. That's really, that's really what they run. But they, they did a good, I think they did a good, a good solid job. Had a little flag here, a little flag there. Um, but I mean, I think that I think they're the guys got the message after last week. I've been taking a loss. I mean, man, I remember, I remember we were talking about it uh, the, the other uh, a couple of days ago about them guys getting a shutout. I said they need a shutout, they'll come back a whole, a whole lot more focused. And I think they played, played a pretty good solid game, you know. Defensively, they they stepped up to the plate as we thought they should, more film study, and they, and, and they shouldn't have scored that last little three second score. I mean, I mean, come on now. Y'all had a goose egg. That, that's the best part about defense. I defense. They all had goose eggs. I mean, I remember when I played, they, our defense used to shut teams out. Mm-hmm. You know, 
But uh, I mean, they're they're still young. They they're still a little, a little bit young guys up there. So I mean, I, I have to give those guys credit. They they did play a good solid, a good solid, a good solid game, a good solid defensive game. I think they they really needed that. He was saying, and uh, of course, offense now, offense picked picked up picked up up a whole lot better for as like passing like passing the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they need to run the ball a little bit more because mm-hmm. it seems like it's a little bit weak right now. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at Gibbs. Gibbs, Gibbs on the head, one one touchdown for like what? He, I think he ran eleven, twelve yard touchdown. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. In the what, what? What was that? Second quarter. Second quarter. Um, he, I mean, and the first touchdown came from JoJo early mm-hmm. in the game. So I mean, and that was on a scramble for He he, he had oh, a little, I, little extra time. I can't. I I just I don't understand how he does it. <laughs> I don't understand how Bryce Young stays on his feet and scrambles the way he does. And he makes it look so effortless and so smooth when he does it. It's like the amount of times I'm like, how'd you get that ball off? Like, how did you stay alive? I don't understand. I I don't get it. I mean, he's like, he's like a freaking Houdini. I've never seen That's what I'm saying. I mean, how many tricks does does he have? <laughs> I need to know. I want to say I need to know, but I also I want it to I want him to keep it in the bag of tricks. I don't want other people to find out about it, but I want to know. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I just want whatever whatever space jam juice is he drinking. I want to sip. I am right there with you. I'm like, whatever you ate for breakfast this morning, I need I need the same. I'm going to say, I don't know if you have Bryce Young Wheaties, like, on the Something. rise, NIL. I don't, I don't know if that's what we've got going on, but if so, then I need some because he is astounding to me. He I think there's, uh, there's just so, so much poise to him, and I know everyone says this, but it's, like, again, just the fact that he can scramble like that and then manage to, like, look all calm and composed when he does it, I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> not, not at all. I don't know. I mean, I mean, there there were times that during during that pocket, he didn't, he didn't have to scramble a majority of the time. I mean, the, the old line, offensive line, they did a great job picking up blitzes. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I did see when I was watching the game, they don't have one sack off. They had a sack off off a play action play, which literally was like you know sometimes sometimes that happens. I mean, defense defense they're gonna they're gonna get one. They gonna yeah. get one sack or two sacks at, at least. You know, some somehow some, somehow. But I mean, overall, I mean, Bryce did. Bryce found a lot of a lot of momentum at mm-hmm. going into this game. I, I I believe I believe that he was actually think, thinking more positive, getting his teammate, getting his teammate like around him, um, made some good throw, good solid, good solid throws. He had a, a, a nice throw in the sideline. I see. Oh he roll, roll yeah, out to the, roll out to the pocket. Yeah, but, um, to the right. Oh my God, it was beautiful. It, it was he's the, the receiver was probably like one or two yards from the sideline, and he, mm-hmm. and he got a foot down. So, you know, and then uh, the kicker, the kicker stepped up. Uh, Ricard stepped up. He went uh, three for three in the field goal. So, I, I mean, he redeemed himself in a while last week too. So, mm-hmm. he he did a great job. hundred percent on on a field goal. Um, our defense also had two sacks during two sacks in the late in the second quarter. So I mean, the team was rolling. They they had a great great momentum going into that half. I think I think I think that was kind of what was the tone for everything. And uh, you can see them just like the rallying rallying around, rallying uh, rallying like a like a like a, like around each other. Um, they were happy. They were, they were happy. Very very happy Alabama team that first half. I, I believe. 
Absolutely. And I think just uh, around the board, just the discipline as a whole was a lot more back to the Alabama standard, you know, that we're used to coming off that Tennessee game. And then, I mean, Texas A&M just a few weeks ago, a lot of a lot of mistakes, a lot of errors, a lot of not necessary errors and flags and penalties and all that. Um, I think the discipline as a whole just back back to the Bama standard. You know, they knew that they needed to come into this game on, you know, all three um, special teams, offense and defense. They needed to come in. They needed to be ready and they needed to show that, you know, we don't need to be questioning if Alabama is still a dominant football team and a dominant right. football. We don't we, there don't need to be any question marks necessarily coming mm-hmm. out of that Tennessee game. Um, I think, I think there were like three penalties the whole game question mark. Yeah, that that does one. I think there there was a a one on defense. There was a, there was one on defense. I think there was, I want to say, because there was one on defense, I'm pretty sure on that final Mississippi State drive. I think maybe I I could be wrong. (laughs) I think there was one there. I think they were on a 50 going. Mr. State was uh, was on a 50 going in. They had a one on one on, on a PI. Oh, okay. I think I think that's what it had. I think that, that's one I remember. I, I remember I was in I was in and on that game a little bit. I say I but, need to take better notes, clearly. I need to I need uh, to get my notebook out and start taking yeah, I mean, notes. I'm on top of it. You know, we, we, we clearly we, we're here. I would have paid like money for me to show up to that game, like and sitting in the stands or whatever, and just like <laughs> just with my notepad. <laughs> Everyone around me would have been like, "What is happening? <laughs> like, what is this girl doing?" I've been like, "I am doing my research." Okay, right. You got to do research. I mean, that's all. I'm you get better. I mean, you know, people Email always want to know how to be great. That's how you be great, right here. Taking mm-hmm. notes. I mean, Take notes. I, do your homework. Yeah. But yeah, they, they, they did. They, they look, look good. Solid. I think I still need, and I'm with you on needing it to run the ball a little bit more because I still think, despite the fact that we've got Bryce and he can do what he does so well, I think that there's still a little bit of a a chemistry disconnect with him and the receivers. I feel like there's sometimes where he's making throws that the receivers definitely should grab and they're not. And I feel like it's just one of those recently with Alabama quarterbacks and the receiving core that they've had recently, there's been just this such incredible connection and it's just kind of a seamlessness to it. I feel like we're just seeing that connection so seamlessly and I'm not seeing that yet with Bryce and these receivers they're all making really good plays for like throughout the game and everything but I think what we're used to seeing is I mean it's like every first down it's like okay got it got it got it it's like you remember you know like all the you know deep passes to Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle and all of those guys and I think we're still not seeing that like perfect connection just yet. And I mean, it's football, mm-hmm. so it's not going to be perfect um, and all of that kind of stuff. But I know that is the Bama standard is you want to be the best. Um, and I think that we're still we're still working on that chemistry, at least in the passing game, just a little bit. Um, but definitely not bad by any means, but just maybe an area I think we still need to improve on a little bit. 
So bringing in the run game and using a guy like Jameer who can just, I mean, do whatever it seems, um, I think could definitely be a benefit for sure. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I, I agree with you there. I mean, I mean, usually, you know, I mean, it used to be where Alabama just run the ball, pound, pound, mm-hmm. pound, pass, pound, 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 pass, which which the chemistry with the receiver were decent, but we were kind of relied on our run game. But we had three great backs in the backfield. We had really had four or five of them actually, mm-hmm. you know. But I got I, I can see where. Alabama is, is really missing their run game. I mean, the, the passing game, they can pass the ball. We, I, I see it now. They got great pass blockers up front. Uh, great, good passing, good pass blocking off the line. I, I watch them. They play very solid, very, very in tune with each other, picking up blitzes. Got a guy drops. He, he knew Bryce had his own read already, stay where he, he was going. I mean, it things are happening. I think that they need to get back to pounding the rock. So at least they weren't, they're not one dimensional. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have a great running back back there that, that that wants that wants touches. I think it's very important to get him really involved into that into that. They run a little bit of outside zone. I seen um um to the right a lot. Um, they they had a little bit a little, a little bit of uh, tight zone like down the middle. But I mean, they have to learn how to pound the rock. That's Alabama football. Mm-hmm. I mean, the football we're seeing is still great. Um, the passing the pa- passing game is awesome. But they have to incorporate that run game because you know you got you got to meet a team in, a, in, a, in another week, which is LSU, who just took down the undefeated uh, mm-hmm. Ole Miss, which which is a damn good football team. At, at, yeah, at, and they came back and those guys are hungry, so it's like uh, the offense line got got to be ready for that. You know, um, being able to be physical. I mean, that, that's that's and that's key to playing a championship football is have is it really like in the trenches? You got to have a physical a physical line, B and B line, and offensive line. You know, but they have to get that run game really just started going because you can only like rely on Bryce Young for so much until mm-hmm. he's out of tricks. And now he really has a pound of ball. He really right. emphasizes the run. What do you think about, and I think a lot of people specifically were looking at the Mississippi State game, but maybe some at Tennessee. You know, what are your thoughts on Bill O'Brien and what kind of play calling he's been doing for Alabama this season. Um, I think obviously that's part of it um, and maybe part of not running the ball as much because they're choosing not to, but just kind of what have you seen from the play calling on the offensive side of the ball that you're impressed with, but also maybe needs a little bit of room for improvement? I mean, I I, I looked at – I've seen his background. His background, he's coming from, uh, what, the Pac-12 Mm-hmm. Back, back, background where, where there's a lot of West Coast like passing the ball, a lot of pass, pass heavy offense basically. Mm-hmm. And and you know that's probably why we haven't really haven't seen a solid running game from Alabama because because of that situation. Mm-hmm. You know, just to, to say he's not a good passing coordinator, and that's really what this offense is really passing the ball. We have a, a great good play action. Um, I, I'm watching that. You I mean he's getting guys open off the play action because uh, off the play perpetual running. Even though we don't run the ball as much as we should run the ball, mm-hmm. we should run the ball a lot more. But he, he, he's with he's O'Brien. I mean, I mean, he, he's he, he's doing great with other teams passing the ball. I mean, Bryce Young wants to pass the ball. I mean, he, he he's doing great, putting the ball in his hand, and he make plays. Um, but he, I think, Bill O'Brien's really really missing a solid run game and getting his getting his linemen to. Actually, you know, go go be physical. Go be go go do what they're built to do. 
Mm-hmm. And I think I think not, and then, and then you'll see teams blowing. You'll see some blowing out teams um, three to five to zero, four to five because you're, you're pounding them, pounding consistently pounding them all the way to the fourth quarter. You know, um, Alabama is a full quarter program. The alarm built are built, built to last to the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you're not if you're not out there doing it, these teams these teams got a chance to come back because you're passing Boston. You you want to be a conservative team, just a little bit where you're balanced. But I don't see the balance. All, all I see is passing the ball about almost 75% of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, Definitely. That, that's what I've seen. Yeah, I'm going to say that's um, – I would say that's probably, yeah, 75%. That sounds about right. And it's like – because you think, and I feel like especially in the Tennessee game, everyone was like, oh, Jameer Gibbs, Jameer Gibbs. Right. And you do see him – you do see him make these incredible plays and get these great scores, mm-hmm. but it's just not – the majority of the game itself it's like you're obviously you see these plays that he's making but when you actually you know look at the play-by-play it is definitely not the vast majority of it I don't think by any means it's definitely yeah more passing game which is again when you got Bryce Young I get I get that (laughs) like I get wanting to do that and especially with the quarterbacks that the program has had in the recent years you know you've got Jalen who I I see a lot of Jalen in Bryce in the Mm, cool calm collected composure and the ability to run and throw and all of that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. you've got Jalen who could throw the ball you've got Tua who could obviously throw the ball Mac who could obviously throw the ball um and we won't get into Mac's using his feet because he stresses me out every time that boy (laughs) every time that boy decides to run I'm like Mac what are you doing (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) so it's like I get when you've got a guy like Bryce I I get wanting to do that but I think you've also you got to play to your strengths and to your point you know the fourth quarter or the four quarters mentality you know you've got you've got to outlast teams and you've got to dominate teams for that entire game and I think Mm -hmm. a guy like Jameer Gibbs uh Chase McClellan they're only going to help in that department um because you said it exactly you know Bryce Young you can only rely on him for so long you can only you can only use him um this many plays in the game before finally, you know, they start to catch up with them. So at least just to spread the love a little bit, I think might not be such a bad idea. Yeah. They got to have a pound game. They got to have a, they have a, they got to have a ground game. I mean, it, it, I look at it, passing is great, but you got to have a pound game. There, there, there's, there's no way you can survive in college football. Even, even in the NFL at the next level, you got to be able to run the ball, to run the football. Because when, because when they come down to them guys covering, those receivers, mm-hmm. you'll come on a good to a good cover team. You're gonna to have to pound pound that ball, mm-hmm. and I think that's what they needed. I think that's the word they need to emphasize. That's where that we get running the ball. Feed feed that run, feed those running backs. They they deserve touches. They mm-hmm. they block they'll block that toe off pass blocking. Great, give those guys touches. They deserve touches. Mm-hmm. I think that that should be emphasized for for the, for the week to come. I'm gonna say definitely we won't dive too much into next week's matchup. In this episode, we'll save that for next week, but they are going on the road to an incredibly hostile environment, a night game at LSU. I I worry for everyone's safety and health and well-being that's going to be in that stadium because you got a lot of Cajuns that are going to be drinking starting oh, at 9 o'clock in the morning and kick off at 6 o'clock. 
Oh boy, <laughs> it makes me nervous, but you're going into an incredibly hostile environment. Brian Kelly's first season over in Baton Rouge, I think, yeah. I mean, they're obviously going to be electric over in yeah. Baton Rouge. And so I think that run game just in the, what's the word I'm looking for? Just looking at the environment wise right. and the the mistakes that can be made with the passing game, I think the run game is definitely something that they should look to use against LSU. I haven't looked at LSU's defense incredibly, mm-hmm. um, with, you know, with a fine-tooth comb just yet. Um, so I don't know a whole lot about LSU's defense um, looking at that and, you know, what they're, what they're best at stopping and all of that. But just for the sheer loudness that is going to be over in Baton Rouge, I feel like maybe maybe we'll keep it on the ground <laughs> for a few plays. Maybe we'll, right. we'll try that out again and see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I I actually I actually watch watch a little bit of both teams. I mean, I I, I watched a little bit of LSU Ole Miss. I mean, mm-hmm. LSU Ole Miss game. It was a real, it was a good solid game. First they were down, they actually started coming back and they won in full quarter. And that's one and that's what I look at and pounding the ball is really the key. I, I watched Ole Miss that they, they ran the ball down down at LSU. I think the key for Alabama is really to establish that run game. They gotta have a run game. I mean, for they mean any other team, but and I and I and what I said was weeks to come. They need to emphasize running the ball for weeks to come, not just one game. It's more overall, even that practice run. You keep keep it going because that's what that's what they're they're known for. Yep. You know they have they have, they have to keep that mentality. I think I think that's gonna help. Those guys joke their offense with a run game. We saw the run game, great passing game. Don't like, get them wrong, that great passing game is great. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that run really emphasized. I think that's what really was hurting them. You know, I I, I seen an article about Mike McCoy, former receiver, just played Alabama. He, he was like, why don't you let Bryce call the plays? Oh and yeah. Then, you know, I'm just like, look, man, it's hard. <laughs> It's hard, you know. You you want you want to make you want as a coach. I mean, I actually try to coach a little bit, a little bit of football, uh-huh. you know. And you want to make you want to you want to make your players happy, but also you all, you also have to understand like my job depends on how I coordinate things right. for you, for the defense that you're gonna play against. And so it, it's it's always about your players first, of course. But the coach has to coach. You have to, the coach has to, has to do his job about giving them better reads, giving them better plays, so that they don't feel like they're in a frustration or. I mm-hmm. feel like we can't do this because you're calling them bad plays. And then that's where you have the, the hate, love, hate relationship between the coach and the players. He, you know, and <clears throat> Bryce is a great quarterback, no, 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 bar none, but he also needs someone to get the light to lead him to where he, he needs to go. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I look at great, great coaches, coaches lead lead their players and players lead, lead their teammates. You know, I think that's very beneficial there. But I mean, player, 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 coaches, coach. That's, mm-hmm. what, that's what it comes back comes down to. I say it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot easier said than done. You know, saying, "Oh, why don't you let Bryce call the plays and that kind of stuff?" You know, when you're sitting at home on your couch watching the game, it's just right. like, "Oh, like what are you? Do- oh, Bill, what are you doing?" And it's like, "Well, I can't say I would do a better job, so <laughs> I just gotta just gotta trust the process, if you will." And yeah, yeah, it's definitely a lot easier said than done to say oh well Bryce is Bryce and he can do it because it's exactly to your point well it's like well it's it's his job to coordinate the offense so maybe let let him do that and uh, you know just 
sit back, relax, eat your snacks, and calm down a little bit. <laughs> you know, that's what I, that's what I you know I I've, I've been being a player, and then you know being able to talk about how you really feel about things. You know, I, there's like you know there's always like some fans that always get pet, get mad and. Tomorrow, oh, the player sucks. He's that, mm-hmm. but it's not the player. It's what it's what we have to call for for the defense they give us, it, uh-huh. it, or the offense they give us. You know, and it's like you know, it's it's just about we have to execute what they give us. We, we go all week at practice. We prepare for this team. Right. Five five days out of the week, we prepare for this team. We have notebooks. We have film. We watch it after practice, before practice, before we get in the film and go and go to practice. So it's like we're watching all this film to prepare us. Now it always comes down to the one guy. One guy may blow that assignment, but that guy should know his assignment. If you you, you study, you study, you study your playbook, you should know your assignment. You should know what to do, what got to be in, who to block, and who, who to pick up on his fits. Because that's what it comes down to inches and yards. And that's the way what it is. Just, that's what it, I've known football to be. Mm-hmm. And you hear, you, hear, you hear the critics sometimes get in your ear, all his this, but I'm like, dude, you know how hard I work to even get, oh, to, get, to, yeah. this, get to this this predicament. And, you know, that's how I feel about I feel about these kids that when, when they're playing football, when I see them playing on Saturday. But he, he, these kids putting all that effort and to see some someone try to take that from them is just like, wow, like, okay, you don't know what this kid had to do to get to, to get to this Saturday. You know I know. <laughs> you know, and the coaches, you know, the coaches, I'm telling you, these coaches stay, we stay in there till like midnight, coaching mm-hmm. these kids, coaching, going over plays. Stressing out, wondering if this player don't work against right, his defense, and he gonna see this and block this guy, or he he gonna see this and make sure he, he makes that play. You know, it, it it's a lot of, a lot a lot that goes into this, this preparation of football. It's not just hey line up and go. Mm-hmm. I wish it was like that. It, it just right. Not- yeah, I say all the time. It's like literally, it, if I ever am like hearing someone you know being real nasty about the players, coaches, whoever, I'm always just thinking to myself, I'm like, well, I don't really think you could do better. I really like, you know, like to your point, so much preparation goes into this. Like there is so much hard work. And I always remember, you know, like, I don't even think Bryce Young can like legally drink. Like these are a bunch of like (laughs) 17 to like 22, 23 year old. Like these are like a decent amount of the team. Like these are kids. Like it's like, like these are in, incredibly talented athletes and they don't necessarily carry themselves like, you know, their children, but you've got sometimes if you've got, let's say a starting freshman quarterback, he could be 18 years old. Like you right. just gotta give everyone a little bit, a little bit of grace. Um, and I mean, I work in the media, so I obviously also have a lot of people that criticize the way we do our jobs. And I just always right. try to remember, you know, do you want someone coming into your job or your, you know, thing that you do and, you know, screaming and yelling at you that you're not doing it right? No. <laughs> like, well, Bill O'Brien doesn't want that either. Because I promise you, because right. he's got Nick Saban to scream at him when he's not doing well, of his course, job right. Of course. So that's that's where sure, I was going with that. I'm pretty exactly. sure that he knows when he is uh, messed up and when he's not doing his job. I'm pretty sure if uh, Nick Saban is not happy with the way things are going. He, he's already going to know about it from uh, Nicholas Lou. Okay. He's already going to know about it. So. <laughs> you're right. You're right. About it. He, he, Coach Saban will let you know. If you mess yeah, it up, he'll let you know if he is displeased. You know. Honestly, yeah. you could be up 50 to nothing. And if something happens that he is not happy about, he's going to let you know. 
Yo, of course. I mean, it doesn't matter because he, 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 he's never satisfied. He always says that maintaining is being complacent. We don't want to maintain. We want to we want we be more. You know, I think that that's what it goes back to. I mean, he wants the best for his team. That's why when they, when they scored a touchdown, we seen the fourth quarter. He, he was pissed off. He was oh, running yeah. down the sideline. Like, y'all was doing it. It never fails. That that sideline run when he was angry, I, I promise. It's probably the most funniest thing ever, but he knows what he knows. Oh yeah, and that's, that's how they, and that's how to coach that defense. That, that's what he knows. That is one hundred percent the truth. Well, like I said, you know, we won't dive too much into the LSU game. We'll save that for next week. Um, Alabama is on a bye this week, so some time to rest up, get healthy. I'm sure that's super important for a lot of those guys because you're. I mean, when you're in SEC and you're playing SEC football week in and week out, I'm I'm pretty sure they're a little. They're feeling a little banged up right now. Their bodies might be hurt. Oh a little yeah. Bit. <laughs> oh yeah. Most most definitely. They need all the rest they can get. I mean, I I look forward to to those guys having a good rest. Um, they deserve it. They 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 did redeem themselves. Play play a whole lot a whole lot of better. A whole a whole a whole. I want to say the whole team they play a whole lot better mm-hmm. this game than than the Tennessee game. Now of course they did score points, of course, but like. I think this week is for them to rest. Look at look a little bit of film of, 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 of for the next opponent. Mm-hmm. You know, um, recovery costs costs of family members. You know, check on. I mean, I, I, that, that's what that's, that's what this time time for and catch up catch up on my schoolwork mm-hmm. as they should. You know, this, this is what this is what that time for. And so, I, you know, I, I'll leave you with that. Love it. I want to know how many kids in the state of Alabama dress up as Nick Saban for Halloween that is my that is my question or just or just Bama players as a whole there's got to be like I mean think about how many people dress up as Bryce Young for Halloween this year a lot probably a lot but I want to say the players. I'll say more of the parents. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> fair. Because that's an easy Halloween costume for the parents. You just throw on the Bama jersey and maybe, maybe put a little eye black just to really get into things. So that's an yeah, easy. I'll say more of the parents. Yes. Uh, we're, oh, we're going trick-or-treating? Okay. I'll throw on my Bama jersey. <laughs> like, I'll be an Alabama football player. God. Yeah. Those those parents. Those, no, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Now, those those parents, no parents love some Alabama football. They love Coach Saban. Oh Sabin. yeah. They, I, I, I tell you that. I, I know when I was there, them parents love Coach Saban. They would go crazy over. Oh, oh they do. Just, it just it, it, to us, he just he just coached to us. They do. Oh, I know. It, that is like so. I was talking about this at work last night with someone, and like when people, when, like especially people like here in North Alabama or just Alabama in general, you know, when they find out um, that I work in sports and that I cover. Alabama football games they're like oh my god so you've been in the same room as Nick Saban and I mean it's like I it's like I'm telling them I won like the Nobel Peace Prize like that is how like they put me up on this pedestal they're like oh my god like you you've spoken to Nick Saban and I'm like I mean we're not like first name basis or anything like I don't think I don't think my guy Nick is uh has any idea really who I am except for this girl he randomly sees at press conferences but it's like yeah yeah and they're like I mean just starstruck just by the idea of being around him that is like I think it is so fascinating I think and like I think maybe a lot of that is because I also went to Alabama so it's like I was I was used to that I was used to oh it's Nick Nick Saban like it's not like I went to a small school that didn't have this 
you know, big football program. It's like, I'm, I'm used to the, the big name players, the big name coaches and all of that. But I've, I'm going to keep my eye out. I'm not, I might have to like drive around on Monday just to see if I can like see any parent trick-or-treaters that are oh, taking their God. kids around and see how many Alabama jerseys I spot. You're going to see them. I promise you're going to see them. You're going to see them. Yes. What are the keys? Easy costume. Or, like, maybe, like, the parents are – maybe, like, the kids, Nick Saban, in cute little costume, and the parents are players. A whole little family dynamic. You never know. <laughs> you never know. You never know what you're going to get. You really don't. Well, we'll chat about LSU next week, uh, bye week for Alabama, so everyone gets to rest up, hang out. And DJ, I wish you a happy Halloween. Have so much fun with your – are you going to be an Alabama uh, football player for Halloween? You probably should be, right? (laughs) Oh, God, I can't do it. Those days are over for me. Can't do it. (laughs) I can't do it. (laughs) I love it. Well, happy Halloween. Happy bye week. Um, Hang out, watch some football. I know I'll be doing the same. And then we'll dive into LSU next week. You have have a good Halloween. Are you you going trick-or-treating? I am not going trick-or-treating, and I am not dressing up as Nick Saban. Or an Alabama football player. I, so what are you going? What are you going to dress up as? Then? Let's start there. So I have two costumes that I'm potentially wearing. One of them, I am going as Kim Possible, and one of my oh. friends is going as the evil Kim Possible, Shigo. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Shigo. Uh, I mean, I know. The, like black is. and green, yeah. black hair, Kim Possible. Um, right. So we're doing that. And then I am going as Lightning McQueen from the Cars movie. Wow. Yeah. Kachow. Where did that come? Where did that come from? TikTok. I saw some girl do it on TikTok, and I was like, I want to be Lightning McQueen. I want to say Kachow. I want Kachow to be my catchphrase. So, Lightning McQueen. I'm excited about it. None of my friends would go as, I wanted someone to go as, like, Mater, um, the truck from it with me, but no no one's going as Mater. So, Lightning McQueen is going to be solo. But uh, Kim Possible and Shigo. So, no, again, yeah, no Alabama football players, but I do have the jersey if i need it for you know a last second third costume okay back up back up plan a b and c i like it a b and c i could be yeah i have derrick henry and then i have some random jersey that has the random number on it that i can't remember who so i could be derrick henry for halloween because me and derrick henry really resemble each other clearly (laughs) okay (laughs) clearly (laughs) because we look exactly alike and I, I can know. also stiff arm grown men <laughs> like Derrick Henry. Oh, shoot, they look like they, they, they need you right now. So you want to oh, go to the gosh. Times, let me know. <laughs> we just we we can't get into that. We don't we don't uh, have time uh, for okay, that okay, today. Okay, all, right. <laughs> all right, well we'll 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 call it out. We'll call it out. No worries. <laughs> Cut the tape. Cut the tape. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, happy Halloween, everyone. Happy bye week from Alabama football. And uh, next week we've got LSU. So we'll talk LSU next week. All right. Let's go. Woo. Roll tide. Roll tide. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.